Hey, this is Jay. Just a quick word before the episode starts. Don't miss Fallen Fest on February 22nd at the New West Front, 431 Front Street. Lots of epic bands, comedians, and drag queens. It has a bar and will have a taco tent. Don't miss that. February 22nd, the New West Front, 431 Front Street, Fallen Fest. Heck yeah. See you there. Hey guys, so this is Jade with uh, the Van City Scene, our second episode in our podcast. Uh, We got our usual host, Leandro. Yeah, you guys are already sick of me, I guess. And we have in the studio, No Faith in Fortune. Hey, what's up? So, Fallen Fest. Um, Just want to plug it again and just say we're stoked to have you guys. Um, I remember seeing you at um, 333. Yeah. Um, was that your first Vancouver show? That or your second? I think that was our second Vancouver show. Uh, our first Vancouver show was uh, with Matt. Ma- yeah, Matt Roach at the Astoria. Right, right, yeah, right, so right. I think that was about a month later. It was yeah. yeah. How do you? How, you know, out of all the venues you've played um, so far in your entire lifetime, which has been one of your favorites? Alberta can be included in this. <laughs> I like the uh, Prince George Sonar Nightclub. Yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah. they had a nice bubble machine, which uh, was like, if you're at a metal show and they start raining down bubbles on you, it's a different <laughs> experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree, that was definitely my favorite, too. <laughs> would, would, do you think that would be some metalhead's uh, first shower experience in like yep. a month? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, we were on tour, so we really needed that soap. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you just booked the show because you know yeah. of the bubbles. You're yeah. like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so with, uh, what kind of, I know you guys have like crafted your first EP. Are you evolving your sound is, uh, who writes most of it? Are you more collaborative? Like, like, like tell us a little bit about the, the, the process. Uh, I do Jacob. I do most of the writing on, uh, lead guitar and, um, just kind of bring the demos forward and. There will be kind of a bit of a change in sound, especially because we're bringing in a new drummer. So I think he adds a lot of energy to yeah. our music, for sure. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jacob usually writes all the drumming and all the guitarist parts, and then I write my own synth parts, and Maddie writes his own lyrics for the songs, usually. And I'm, uh, yeah, it's kind of, we all just bring a little piece together, and then we slap it up and see how it sounds. And the bassist yeah. just gets given the task of finding yeah. the root notes. And <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> um, um, but no, our sound will change a lot, I think, with uh, our new drummer. You'll, you'll find more blast beats. They'll, they'll be a little bit harder. Well, mm, one thing I, I wanted to ask for sure, because not a lot of bands have keyboards, and as a uh, keyboardist and pianist myself, how do you find uh, working in the, the, the metal genres? Like, what bands did you listen to growing up that really inspired you to be like, you know, I want to play keys that will barely be heard in an album. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, you know what? I'm a, I actually, I'm a, I started playing piano when I was younger. I'm a, I went for lessons when I was like, I think five or ten, I don't know, probably like seven years old or something, but I didn't really get into it that much. And then I was actually the drummer for our band. And I'm a, I, I'm a, I liked it. It was pretty sweet. But then I saw all these different bands, like I'm a Under Oath and I'm a Born of Isar- Osiris. I'm a, and uh, what's that one called? Uh, make them suffer they're big inspirations for me I, I saw all these crazy new bands that had all these sweet scents and stuff like that I was like man I gotta get one of those for my band but you can't find those anywhere yeah. so I was like alright I was like, I'm quitting playing the drums I'm gonna try and play piano now and I bought my whole new setup and yeah I just kinda did it to give us that unique sound a little bit well th- that's really cool I mean a lot of bands underestimate just the amount of post-production that goes in especially with metalcore um, you find a lot of uh, things that are put in the album 
uh, post like writing it guitar wise uh, that add a lot of flavor, a lot of uh, like that electronic element, that epicness that you find uh, an emotionalness. I mean, you know, it's hard to write a you know to have a keyboard riff in the album and then not being played live you know unless you're playing the backing tracks and things like that so having the keyboardist in the band I bet like as seeing you guys live it really adds that depth to it I I really like seeing you guys and you're running were you running a Helix yeah I use the Helix yeah so therefore you know that gives you you tons of possibilities too at a drop of a button so you guys can really go from that big epic heavy thrash sound to like something just clean delicate lots of delay and reverb on a dime mm-hmm. and bands that you know aren't utilizing those effects that you hear in the album and you don't hear it live you know it just doesn't bring that same effect and i remember seeing you guys at 323 and it had more of that concert feel than the bands who were playing before you guys yeah yeah we, we uh, the, the live aspects always a big part of any band and i i mean when you're playing to tracks and stuff like that, it, it's obviously everything sounds really tight and everything sounds perfect because that's what it is. But it does take away a little bit from that live feel. We what we feel so. Um. Mm-hmm, yeah, I always like whenever I see a band that just put like presses play and like plays along to a little backing track or like even bands that don't like I'm a, like have drummers and stuff like that. Like I'm not trying to knock it, but it just doesn't seem quite as genuine as like having someone actually there playing the music along to it. Yeah, which is um uh, yeah big thing that I feel about. It's it's one of the things that I found with like degent music a lot of it um you hear the record and it just sounds awesome and then you see them live and there's a lot of extra guitar layers that's added in post but not yeah live they're all live they're just playing the zeros and ones and you're like cool i spent 40 bucks to see a guy go zero and one zero one zero one i think we've all seen that um so yeah it's 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 really cool seeing you guys change and evolve and that kind of stuff uh will you guys keep working with um uh, your producer, it was Matt, right? Last time? Yeah, Matt Roach, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been uh, really good for us. He kind of feels like he's taken us on as a bit of a pet project sometimes, and I mean, he's helped promote us, and he's helped give us some shows, and uh, it's, it's, he's just been a great guy to work with. He's uh, to the point where, too, like, he, I've worked with some uh, uh, producers and stuff like that where it just kind of feels like they're taking your money, and it's just a yes. Oh, yes, everything mm-hmm. sounds good. Yeah, it's nice to actually have a little bit of criticism and input. Yeah, well, he'll he'll he's not afraid to tell us. Ah, maybe you should change that up and stuff like that. And that's really kind of also helped just evolve our sound a little bit because it just kind of brings another set of eyes to the music that you kind of have to get away from it a little bit just to be able to see that perspective. Exactly, for sure. Yeah, like I'm a. On the last uh, EP that we made with them, I don't think there's a single song that he didn't be like, hmm, I don't know about that. It could be a little better. Oh, you might want to change that. And one of the songs, you just completely blur. You're like, no, tear it down. Start it from scratch. It's like, oh, okay. But I mean, at least you got someone who actually cares and wants to make uh, yeah. make it sound better than just someone who's, like you said, just, yep, okay, let's give me your yeah. money. Here's your song. Go away. Oh, yeah. That's true. Well, I mean, I mean, he obviously your producer does come with with that amount of honesty. Yeah. But uh, amongst the man members, though, like and apart from you know, um, um, relating with a producer, is everyone expected or encouraged to express honest opinions of, about the, the creative side of things? Because you know, you everybody yeah. is different. Yeah, but I think I think everyone's 
definitely encouraged in the band to, uh, if they have any kind of opinion as far as the music goes, to at least voice it. Um, we, we kind of operate everything on a majority rules basis for the most part, just because it's just a little bit simpler. And uh, I mean, but everything is listened to and we, I mean, Jacob's does the majority of the writing, but he's not afraid to go back and re-record some stuff and pick apart stuff and change things that, I mean, once again, like I just said, you have when you bring a different set of ears to a, a song, you can hear those little nuances that if you wrote the song, you maybe just were a little bit biased towards or you just didn't really notice or things like that. So Well, and, and one thing I noticed, when, especially with writing from a guitar standpoint, you end up filling in a lot of... Um, a lot of space. You don't yeah. leave a lot of yeah. yeah a lot of things because you're just you know it's just you and a guitar and you write riffs and yeah. and riff upon riff upon riff and yeah. then <laughs> when you take it to the band and they think oh we could do a cool break here or we could change up the rhythm and then you organically grow it yeah yeah it's kind of like a plant yeah. you put it in the ground and then <laughs> Jake, Jacob's really good about leaving us a little bit of space to try and add our own flavors and stuff like that too so mm-hmm. it's it's not like everything is just pre-written this is what it is this is how it's going to be it's all. Everyone gets a say, and mm. we all construct it to the point that everybody's satisfied and happy. Yeah. The one thing we really argue about, I find, is like what we're going to name yeah, certain names. songs and stuff like that. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes Matt will come up with ridiculous names that no one else likes, yeah. and then sometimes, I don't know, just that. That's really the only thing we don't 100% agree on a lot of the time. Where, where did the album name come from? Um, does well, that, the that... album name came from just the, the song I think that Maddie liked best. Um, uh, which is the <laughs> yeah. simple as that. Yeah, pretty much. That's how, that's uh, how I go. Well, I mean, it was all. I think it was probably the most one, the one that Maddie identified with. Yeah. What meant the most to yeah, him? Yeah, what meant the most to him lyrically. Oh. So I think that's kind of why we stuck with that one. Um, and also, that's one of the sweetest breakdowns on the album. So <laughs> that um, uh, that helps. Yeah, because yeah, the album name is Designing Yesterday. And then the single name is... Uh, Building Fences was the single. And then the music video was Dead Possessions. <laughs> well, with the building and the designing, it just sounds like it's got like oh, a theme yeah. to it. Yeah. I was looking at that and yeah, I'm like, was, oh. Yeah, no, there's no real concept or anything like that to it. It's, it's, uh, it's just, all personal. Yeah, it's just raw Maddie's... Uh, scatterbrain. Scatterbrain. <laughs> mixed with... I mean, That's personal, the, too. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I was going to ask, is one of you a carpenter? Is, 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 is that what's going on here? Yeah, well, I mean, we all work well, in construction. Yeah. Still, so. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, I mean, we've got to pay the bills somehow. Well, you know what? There, there's, there's day jobs and then there's day jobs. And yeah. I guess a lot, of, a lot of artists can actually relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, I'm curious to know... Um, your dynamics, like being together in one house, it, it's such a fascinating thing to do because a lot of artists have done that. Do you think it's definitely necessary? Do you think it's necessary to do that as 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 a group if you want to be strong together, to live together? I don't know if it's necessary. I mean, as long as everybody's got the drive and commitment to go home on their own and practice their parts, but. As far as the convenience factor of being able to wander out in your living room and pick up a guitar, and nobody's going to be absent or late. Nobody. Well, yeah, no, no. Like about that. Sometimes yeah. there's some, abs- sometimes there's some absentees. Yeah, but uh, the, the convenience factor is really nice. Or just uh, be able to hear Jacob working on a song and being able to walk into a room and be like, oh, you know, maybe you should add a breakdown here or change this or shorten that. And it, it helps to be able to write for sure. However, so. sometimes when you're just trying to take a good snooze and then someone just starts... <laughs> 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 on the drums early in the morning, like, oh, There's pros and cons. Not again. <laughs> yes, that <laughs> like I can imagine. I mean, I mean, when do you guys take a break? Like, who, who, who would actually say that, okay, let's take a break? 
because you guys are in one house. It seems like there's always going to be work happening, but what do you guys do to take a break? I think we're pretty good about taking breaks yeah. on our own for the most part. Yeah, um, I end up not being around a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I'm all over the place. Just, well, like, we all kind of operate on different schedules and stuff, too. So, I mean, Jacob's the up at 5 o'clock at the gym type guy. I'm not that guy. <laughs> and Matty's the never at the house guy. So it's uh-huh. uh, it works out pretty well a lot. <laughs> a lot of the time cool <laughs> no guys as long as you love each other hey one big happy house yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly awesome well thanks you guys for coming in awesome. and uh, can you guys plug your social media so people can know where to find you um, uh, like us uh, <laughs> No Faith in Fortune on Instagram Facebook you can find us on Bandcamp you can download our music off Spotify or Apple Music or Amazon Music yeah. pretty much anywhere you can find like look for anybody we're gonna be there <laughs> awesome you can also find them at Fallen Fest on February 22nd uh, 431 Front Street come on down we are confirming that we're gonna have a taco uh, vendor there so oh, all yeah. time you can get your, your booze and your tacos yeah. so it's gonna be a good time we'll see you there <laughs> awesome well, thanks guys we'll, we'll see you thank later thank you so much guys bye 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 bye